0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Today's episode is highly, highly requested. I will tell you that I have been saying something to my 12 Weeks to Transformation clients over and over and over and over. And people keep saying, you need to do a podcast on that. You need to do a podcast on that. So here we are. This is really and I'm I'm early in my practice of it, but I really think this is one shift that we can make for less stress and more peace. And I wish I could tell you like where this came from. I don't know if it was just like a divine download in my mind one night or I don't know. I I know I didn't read it anywhere because I would have put it in my calendar. Um, But when I hear people struggling, there is something that almost always, in fact, I can't even think of an exception off the top of my head where it it wasn't the case. It is almost always true that they are at the center of the story. They have put themselves smack in the center of this struggle, Smack in the center of whatever feels hard or whatever has upset them. So, when I talk about this one shift that will reduce your stress, give you more peace, improve your mood, reduce conflict in your life, what I'm talking about is removing yourself from the center of the story. When I say story, A lot of people think imagination and making things up, and that's not what I mean at all, okay? So I want to make sure we're all on the same page there, that I'm not talking about like something that you invented that isn't true. Our brains have to process so much information moment to moment. I mean, if I think about it right now, I'm sitting in my office, but in front of me, I have a couple of notes. I also have my recording software going, and that has like a a ticker where the time seconds and milliseconds are going spinning quickly as I look at my computer screen. I have five construction crew members coming in and out of the house. The trees are blowing. The dog just ran by the door. There's a bunny in the yard and I'm kind of thinking, gosh, I really hope the dog doesn't go after the bunny. And I'm also looking at my sound levels in this. You, you see what I'm saying? No matter what we're doing, our brains are responsible for taking in a ton of information all the time, the way that they do that without like blowing up, imploding, and and preventing us from being able to do anything at all, the way that we are able to still get things done despite constant sensory input—what we see, what we think about, what we hear, what we feel, what we smell—is by kind of creating a narrative, a story. That's how we remember things. That's how we link things together. It's how we operate. It's entirely human. It's not bad. It's not invented. It's for the sake of efficiency. The problem is that we tend to put ourselves at the center of these stories, right? We get an email from somebody. Let's just say that an email comes through and it seems to be harsh and it seems to be aggressive or short-tempered or impolite and it rubs you the wrong way. Why? Because you're at the center of the story, because it's about how it made you feel. It's about how it came across to you. We come at things by default from our own perspective, right? We have that at our disposal at all times, and we often don't have somebody else's perspective. We would have to ask for it, or we'd have to assume it, we'd have to make it up altogether, but we have our perspective all the time, and so we're. We're naturally going to come at things from our perspective. But when we don't realize that it is a default that is also a bias, we end up really unhappy. You go out with friends and somebody mentions a dinner from the previous week and they're all like, oh yeah, that was so good, so good. And you realize, I I wasn't invited to that dinner. And all of a sudden, you're not having as much fun and you're kind of frustrated and you're in your head going... When was that why wasn't I invited? Should I say something? Should I not? You are upset because you've put you at the center of the story, right? How it feels to you, how it looks to you, how it seems to you, and again, your perspective is the only one you have, and my perspective is the only one I have automatically by default in any moment but we have to recognize that for the bias it is and if we want more peace and we want better relationships and we want to have our feelings hurt less often we can develop this practice of not having ourselves at the center of every story maybe you have plans this upcoming weekend and you're trying to figure out what to wear right and you decide like i hate summer because Nothing looks good, and I don't want to show my arms, and I don't want to show my legs, and I don't want to wear a bathing suit. Now you're snapping at everybody. Why? Because you are at the center of this story about your weekend plans. It's about how you feel about it. It's about how you look. It's about how your body is. You are at the center of the story. We interpret naturally other people as it relates to us right? We interpret other people's actions and inactions, their words, as it relates to us. But the thing is, they're not coming to it from the perspective of how it relates to us. They're coming at it from the perspective of how it relates to them. So we see their actions and inactions in terms of how it relates to us, but they're coming at it from how it relates to them. In fact, so I almost always go to bed before Chris. 99 nights out of 100, I go to bed before Chris. And I cook dinner 99 nights out of 100. And the agreement is you do the dishes. I would love for him to do the dishes as soon as we're done eating. But that's not the way it works in our house. We have an agreement that he'll do them before he goes to bed. Well, sometimes what that means is he forgets. Now, if I were still awake, I wouldn't let him forget. But I go off to bed, trusting that he's going to do the dishes. And sure enough, this morning, I, I wake up and I'm putting on my sneakers in the dining room to go to the canal for a walk and I see the pans on the stove. Chris is still asleep and I'm just like my blood starts to boil. There there are little things that just like, come on, this is so simple. All I ask that you do. Yesterday I worked a full day. I had to drive to Boston and back. I come home, I still cook dinner. All you gotta do is wash the dishes. You had time to watch two movies, but you didn't have to you see where I'm going. Anyway. So I go into the bedroom and and he's awake. And I was like, so um, the dishes are still on the stove. Like, what the heck, man? Come on. And in that moment, my perspective is about how it affects me. And it's frustrating. And it's all of these things because I'm at the center of the story. I cooked dinner. I worked all day. All I ask of you is to... Wash them before you go to bed. Like, come on. And the whole argument that you'll do it before you go to bed and you don't have to do it right away means that I have to go to bed trusting that you're going to get it done and when you don't, blah, blah, blah. But he's coming at it from his perspective. He doesn't have the perspective of Elizabeth worked all day. Elizabeth still made time to have dinner even though she had just come in from Boston. He's coming at it from his perspective. Oops, literally just forgot didn't even look in the kitchen after dinner, you know? Everybody is coming at things from their perspective. And we all will be happier if we can get in the practice of removing ourselves from the center of the story, practicing looking at things from who else or what else could be at the center other than me, right? And you might be thinking, well, Sometimes it's good to have me at the center of the story so I make sure I'm taking care of myself so that I make sure I'm prioritizing myself so that I'm giving me what I need, and I agree. But this is a simple litmus test. How do you know if it's good or if it's bad that you're at the center of the story? Is it working, and do you feel good? Right? Is it working, and do you feel good? Because I know for me, when I get an email that upsets me or somebody in my family does or doesn't do something that upsets me, and I get, I feel hurt by it, and I feel sad by it, that's not working for me. And I have to, in those moments, if I want to be happy, if I want to be less stressed, if I want to have more peace in my life, I have to say, what does it look like to put them at the center of the story? What might it look like if I were them from their perspective? Not because I'm not trying to hold people accountable. It really doesn't have anything to do with them. It has to do with me wanting more peace, more happiness, and better relationships in my life. So the end goal ultimately has me square at the center of the story. I want to be happier. I want to have better relationships. I want to get my feelings hurt less. I want to be a really great friend and sister and daughter and wife and all of those things, right? I think that it's worse like worst with a T. It's worst to have ourselves at the center of the story when we don't realize it, right? So I said, is it working? Are you happy as ways to find out if it's working or not? But are you aware of it? It is most insidious and most dangerous when people don't even realize it. Every single week I do these live coaching calls with my 12 weeks to transformation clients, right? And people can ask anything and they do. And something that comes up a lot is family stuff. You know, my my spouse upsets me when this happens, or I have a really difficult relationship with one of my parents because of X, Y, and Z. And almost always I'm saying, you are at the center of the story. You don't have them anywhere near the center of the story. What about their perspective? How about how they are feeling? This is all about how what they're doing and what they're saying impacts you. But that's only one piece of the total perspective. You know, when we don't have the awareness that we're at the center of the story, that's when it's most dangerous, right? So there are some questions that I would love to encourage you to ask yourself, whether it's because you're irritated about an email that came in or you have some tense situation in your family or you're resisting social situations because you feel bad about your body or you're judging yourself for any number of things. Ask, how do I have myself at the center of this? In what ways have I put me square at the center? Is that the best way to approach this? Is having me at the center in the ways that I just described, is that the best way to approach this? And then when it involves somebody else, what's at the center for them? You know, because here I am saying, like, I feel like you were inconsiderate, and you didn't think about me in this way, and you didn't communicate kindly, or you weren't generous, or you weren't present, or whatever. That's what's at the center for you. What's at the center for them? If I were in their shoes, how might I see this? Remove yourself from it. And here's bonus tip ask. One of the best things that I've done for my relationship with Chris, especially as it relates to like things that frustrate me or things that are insecurity, really both, I'll say, here's how I'm seeing it from my perspective, right? And that's why I get so frustrated or that's why it hurts my feelings or that's why I was being quiet. But I know that's just one piece of it. So can you help me see what this looks like from your perspective? Because I don't want to assume that mine is right. And I certainly know that mine's not the only viewpoint here. And that has been so, so helpful. Talk about powerful conversations that have come from that. Because not only does it diffuse tension and get you to a more complete picture of the truth, but it helps you get to know each other better. It helps you get to know each other better. I had a conversation similar to this with my sister the other day because from my perspective, with me at the center of the story, she had done several big things for other people and several big things for other priorities and other movements that I hadn't seen her do related to things that are happening in our family and things related to losing Dagny and all of that. And I said, from my perspective this is what I see, and this hurts, like, can you see that? And how do you see it from your perspective? And those aren't always easy conversations, but I'll tell you this, they're a whole lot easier than sitting on resentment for five years, or even for five hours. Ask people. This is how I'm seeing it. I really want to know how you're seeing it. I'm really working to not put myself at the center of the story here, right? What does it look like to remove myself from the, the center of the story? Being curious instead of critical. We're so quick to label something that happened as like, this was good or this was bad. I'm upset about this. This ruffled my feathers or whatever. But what if instead of judging it, we were like, hmm, how interesting? how can I understand this more completely? How can I understand someone else more completely? You know, because while I'm thinking about it in terms of me and my feelings and my experiences and my preferences, this is a really great opportunity to understand their preferences and their experiences and their perspective because for every time that somebody does something that alienates us or distances us or frustrates us, We've probably done it to them as much. So what a great opportunity to kind of stop that whole cycle. Somebody else has a different perspective, and their perspective is probably about them and their desires and their fears and their feelings. How can I understand them better? Instead of how can I make my point to them, how can I understand them better? How can I be more compassionate? How can I be more kind. You're still part of the story. You just don't need to be smack in the center of it. You don't need to be the only thing right there around which everything is revolving. You get to focus on being connected more to others, on being connected better and more deeply to others. Put something else at the center of the story. Put someone else at the center of the story, even when it's something that seems so silly, like, I'm too tired to go to the gym. Well, you are certainly at the center of that story because it's about how you feel about it and it's about your schedule. And you might think, well, who else is supposed to be at the center of that story? But it's not always about putting something else at the center, but rather changing the way you have yourself at the center. So when I have those moments of like, God, I just don't feel like going to the gym, I want to change the way I have myself at the center, right? I'm not a victim of like, oh, I said I was going to go and now I don't want to, poor me. But rather... I know I'm going to have more energy afterwards. I know this is a great way to take care of myself. I know that's who and how I want to be. I know this is a pivotal moment in my day where I get to show up as either the person I want to be or the person that I don't want to be. Sometimes it's just changing how you have yourself at the center. When it involves other people, it really means you have to step back a little bit. You have to invite other people in. You have to focus more on what you can learn than on how you're right and trying to make that case for yourself and making yourself miserable in the meantime. All of these moments of awareness where you recognize you're frustrated, you're disappointed, you're let down, your expectations haven't been met, You get to see this is happening for my growth. This is an opportunity for me to become a better communicator. This is an opportunity for me to build a stronger relationship. Maybe this is an opportunity for me to be more organized or for me to be more disciplined. How can I do that? But the practice is recognizing, being honest with yourself about how and when and where you have yourself at the center of the story and inviting other things in. Everybody else has themselves at the center of the story. Invite them in. Look to understand other perspectives. Yours is not the only one, and yours is rarely the most accurate one because it's biased, because it's from your point of view, which isn't the only point of view. I'm telling you right now, this one shift will reduce your stress, it'll increase your happiness, it'll improve your relationships. Remove yourself from the center